Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's bong loads and bullshit. Oh my god, it's Uncle Dig. I just totally lost my train of thought. That was an excellent, excellent step on there, Dig. I'm Evan. <laughs> and I'm here Uncle with Dig. Us as always. And sorry, Dig. Now I just stepped on you. And now let's both of us step on our guest for the episode. One, Mister <laughs> Ty Tokes. How are you yes, doing, Ty? Yes, I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, thanks for being on, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. You guys are freaking hilarious. I've been listening to a couple episodes, and I mean, ever since I, you guys invited me, I was like, I gotta check these guys out, and I was like. Holy shit. They, these guys are pretty fucking funny. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoy the show, man. Yeah, for sure. And likewise, you've got a channel, right? And I, I'm asking you as though I haven't watched it. I'm craving it like the show. If you'd like <laughs> to talk a little bit about it, by all means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I created a Ty Tokes. Uh, it's a YouTube channel. Uh, also got a Facebook. Um, I work at Bud's Craft Cannabis. And so they, they really are marketing and wanted us to be more social media savvy. And so I was like, you know what? I was like, I really like making these cool up close shots of things. And so I was like, I'm going to try it on YouTube and see what I can't do with it. And I got 80 followers on there so far. So I can't say I'm doing too shabby. Yeah, dude, that's good. Like it's taken us forever to get up to like, I think we got like 73s of this week and that was with a boost. So that's like serious shit. Good going. Oh yeah. Yeah. Congrats on that. Thank you. And I guess on the top of the plugging socials, we picked up a bunch of new listeners. I actually got to this at the top. I We still haven't figured this out. So I'm bringing this up for a reason, not just to brag, but Dig and I have spent a solid like 2.5-ish days of talking back and forth and me digging into stats. The long and short is we got as many listeners as we would get in like two months in the course of two days. And it's obviously come from being promoted somewhere, but we don't know where. So gotcha. if, you, if you're one of those new listeners from that, Obviously, if you're a new listener from Ty, welcome. We know where you're from. If we don't know where you're from, maybe shoot us an email at bongloodsandbs at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Insta, which is at bongloodsandbs or so on, and just let us know because I fucking, I have no idea. It's driving me crazy. It doesn't bother me at all. Welcome to the show. I don't care where you come from. Just keep listening, guys. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're from Delaware. Uh, you fucking nor'easter motherfuckers. <laughs> Delaware is like the fucking, the, now that you say that, the northeast. That, that reminds me a lot of, I almost said Poland. Oregon. Jesus. <laughs> Did you just compare Oregon to Poland? That's not, no. that's not actually the worst because of the rates of meth addiction. Anyway. Um, I, I'd like to hope that you guys have fewer nationalists and I'm already, I'm already killing the show. No, okay, stop let's it. Let's not do that. Let's actually bring up the topic of the show. <laughs> this is the concentrates episode. And this is why we're excited to have Ty here. I don't know shit about concentrates hardly. This is a learning episode for me. Dig and Ty are both kind of more experts on the topic than me. I actually did. And I'm not going to show you all. I brought my ribs so I could smoke up during the show. So if I dip off, that's why. Um, and I guess to start with that, I'm kind of hogging this mic today. Uh, Ty, what is, what is your go-to concentrate brand, man? Uh, right now, my go-to is probably Tribe. They've got some hash rosin that I've been smoking on. Man, that stuff is killer. Uh, a lot of people, though, they they turn their nose up to it because it's only like 65% THC. But I'm like, it's a bubble hash rosin. Come on, guys. Like, this stuff is pretty gassy. So I've seen that thrown around on the Reddit a lot. I don't, yeah, I'm doing not doing a lot of dabs. It's one of those ones I always want to try. I think yeah. the fanciest I've gotten is that Leaf Logic one that, that I think it was called Litter Box. I got a hold of that and it stunk so bad that like I, I actually stopped dabbing for a while. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So uh, I actually really like Cartel too. They have really good uh, terps on it. So if you're ever looking for something flavorful, uh, Cartel, uh, their Lemon Heads is solid sativa, man. Really gets me up going for my day. Take a nap every day before work. So. <laughs> 
Good shit, man. That's 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 cool too, because like, well, that's interesting that you bring that up, but I'm gonna show my dad ignorance immediately. Um, typically with a lot of concentrates, you can't necessarily differentiate, but whenever you get up to like the rosin level, that's when you can. Is that correct? Like uh sorry, what like on like terps and stuff like that or what? Sorry. Yeah, like like indica or sativa and like the terps oh, yeah. and stuff, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like on the when you get up in like the the rosins and things like that, the, the THC does drop a little bit, but uh you can still get like a sativa indica off of it. Um and then like when you get like the the cartels, those are mainly like sugars and batters and butters. Um and that's just like a consistency thing. I know that it has a lot to do with how the way it's made as well. I'm a bud tender, but I really don't know the difference that much. No lie, I'm slacking. I just know what is good and what's not, kind of thing. Honestly, when it comes to concentrates, um, and then of course I know a little bit about burn tips, but I'm not like a professional or nothing. I just sell it. <laughs> sure, no, so, that's, that's fair. What's, what, sorry, go ahead. Man. So yeah, so y'all want to talk a little bit about like concentrates and the ori- what's the original OG concentrate to you, Evan? Um, well, I honestly, I would have told you just like straight hash, like they smoked and teach and Chong, but looking uh-huh. at the, uh, the, the document you provided, it seems like that shit's way older. Right. So, so that's what I was going to get to. Right. So hashish is as old as balls, basically. And all hashish <laughs> is, is so they basically, as long as people have been cultivating cannabis, as far as we know, they have been making hashish, which is the concentrated resin heads of the cannabis the trichomes the part that holds the most thc and terps on the whole plant you're beating the plant against a screen historically right this is called dry sift because it's dry and it goes through the screen it catches all the plant matter and what you have left is hashish which is then pressed into bricks okay so that's what you're talking about. That's a very old type of hashish. Oh. There's actually an older type that I found that seems like in India, they may have been making charis, which is another kind of hashish, even longer than pressed cake hashish in the Middle East. In India, they create a, a product called charis. It's made by taking your hands rubbing them up the stalk of the cannabis plant while it's still wet and then scraping the remnants off your hands and then rolling that into balls. Historically, it was eaten or drank in that beverage we talked about on a few episodes ago called bong or post 19th century consumed by holy men uh, in chillums, which is a long tube (laughs) with, an apparatus to help you smoke um hash not an acrylic thing you get at the head shop as i recently learned on this very show (laughs) well i mean i guess i guess it could be acrylic but i don't think that's what they're historically made out of right no i wouldn't think not and i should also mention at the top of this uh this is the kind of research that dig has been bringing since you joined the show full time so please 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 if you like this kind of stuff and you want to hear everything about like the history of joints I hear a lot of stuff about the Oregon scene and what's going on there. Check out the Backseat Chronicles, which is Diggs, like standalone podcast. I've been on a couple of times. It's great. And uh, if you're into like the learned awesome weed content with some added stuff like good music, then you should check it out. So, Ty, I wanted to ask you about this. Have you ever smoked finger hash? (laughs) No, I have no idea. That sounds kind of interesting, though. So have you ever trimmed? Uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um I, I did a little bit, but not like str- straight from the farm or nothing like that. Just something I got to trim up at the shop. <laughs> okay. So if you're trimming at a farm, 
uh-huh. you're getting that resin on your fingers. Now, a lot of times I'm wearing gloves, so I'm scraping yeah. it off the gloves. That stuff's basically the same thing as chars. It's just okay. from dried and cured weed. And you rub, roll that into a little ball and you've yeah. basically got yourself the original OG concentrate. You've oh, got so chars or you've got like, we call it finger hash out, yeah. out here. Yeah. And you just roll that into a ball and put it and put it on top of your bowl. I'll tell you what, it'll take you there. I don't know what it tests at. I would guess because it would test along similar to like dry sift, Mm -hmm. somewhere about 40 to 50% and not much more. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But very flavorful. Stoners are just like, they're like, oh, we got extra on our fingers. Hold on. Like we got to do something with this. We can't let it go to waste. (laughs) I need to make a cut point. So now hash has primarily been edible. Like all forms of cannabis, in fact, were only oral and inge- orally ingested until the post-Columbian exchange, which is pre-Columbian exchange, um, Europe, Africa, Asia were cut off from North and South America. Right. Post-Columbian exchange, those two worlds met via trade and Europeans learned from the natives how to smoke tobacco and they eventually started smoking cannabis. That's why you don't see charis being smoked until the 18th century. Wow. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now we shout out to the natives. (laughs) We don't know for sure when hashish was first like, you know, cultivated and stuff, Mm -hmm. but the first mention of it was 1123 common era. Damn. So about a thousand years ago. Um, and it, they were talking about the Hashishan cult right. in, um, in uh, I think it was in uh, Egypt. There was an Egypt pamphlet about the, the Hashishan cult. And we don't know when a lot of these early methods of Hashish production are made. But we're still in mechanical – everything we've been talking about is mechanical separation. Right. You are taking the trichome heads. You're not really heating them. You might – heat them a little bit when you're pressing. But if you look at charis or hash, dry sift hash under a microscope, you'll still be able to see the structures of those trichomes, even if they're smushed together. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Now, this is where we get into the last kind of mechanical hash. Okay. Bubble hash. Now, bubble hash is a more recent development. And I had to dig for a while because I looked on Wikipedia and no one could really (laughs) tell me. And I looked and I looked and I looked. Finally, I get to Ed Rosenthal's website, okay? (laughs) If you don't know who Ed Rosenthal is, he's an old school head grower guy who's been in the game for eons. I have one of his- Mount Rushmore weed. I have a grow Bible of his that I still referenced. I need to get the updated version. Um, A grow Bible is a grow guide, if if you don't know the slang. Um, So- and that's like court. one of those, and I don't want to derail. That's like one of those big, thick ass guides that you see that might cost you quite a bit of money because it's specialized knowledge and stuff. But then it's like it was about fifty dollars, I think, or sixty dollars. Oh. Yeah, it was expensive. When, when I went looking for, I don't know if it was the Rosenthal one or not, but there was one that everybody recommended to me when I started growing, and I went looking for a hard copy of it on Amazon. It was like two hundred bucks, but I think it was yeah, it yeah. I got it while it was still in print. I I oh, got it at you? Barnes and I think Barnes and Noble or some like big generic bookstore because i couldn't find it at a local one because it's kind of a odd book but barnes and noble here had it anyway sorry sorry i didn't mean to derail that's but bubble hash was kind of now they give this guy called sadhu sam credit for it apparently in the mid 1980s he figured out the whole 
bubble hash method or ice hash, which is kind of the same thing where you're using ice to break the trichome heads off the plant material. Mm -hmm. And then you're filtering it through a series of mesh bags. Right. At the end of that, this is all wet. Yeah. The end of that, you've got a, a gummy like hash substance that you then dry and that's bubble hash. That stuff is probably the highest concentrate mechanical thing. Now there's a way you can press that, but we're not too rosin yet. Right. Rosin's a whole nother thing. Now let's come into the modern day. Now, how do you, what's your preferred way to dab Ty? Uh, I got a rig, man. I got my, my fancy little pineapple. This thing is my go-to every time, man. I love this thing. Got a little turt balls on here too. Oh, it's yeah. cute, man. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. But uh, and then of course when I'm on the go, I, I take a nectar collector with me in my car. I'm not even gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's actually was, my okay. go-to. I've got a nectar collector right here. When I take heck a dab yeah. later, that's what I'm gonna use. Heck yeah, heck yeah. My uh, I don't know what the difference is between a collector and a straw, but when I was working trims with uh they weren't bad dudes, they just we didn't click. Um they would, you know, I'd be driving to the tram and dude would straight up have his straw or whatever and a fucking big ass like Coleman torch and you would just spark it in the car and fucking, it was like, it was as close as you could get to like a sketchy, like Pulp Fiction style drug experience with it just being weed. It was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I miss the tram. <laughs> so, so do you, you, do you primarily dab BHO or do you dab distill it? What do you generally do when you dab? You have a preference? Uh, are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I like solventless, man. Uh, okay. BHO just chokes me up. I do have some BHO stuff that I, I spoke on. Uh, I've got some Mai Tai cross with, uh, Ooh, I wish I would have remembered it, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, got, I know it's Mai Tai cross with something, man. Uh, and it's, it's BHO and it's all right, but honestly the solventless, I just find it's a cleaner high and I, I like to okay. stick with that. So and I, and I and I kind of agree with you, but I, we, we're going to start with the modern day dabs. We're going to talk a little, little tiny bit about BHO. Yeah. So BHO is kind of the OG, generally available, dabable concentrate. And what I mean dabable is that if you heat up a nail or you heat up a piece of glass and you drop it on there, it'll vaporize or smoke up right. instantly. It'll disappear. Ask so that's what I mean that. by dabable. Back in like... 2008 2010-ish whenever the whole concept of dabbing really started popping up and blowing up and like actually coming into like the conscious collective or collective conscious for the first time uh is that what they were smoking like you know this this bho stuff then it was primarily bho yeah and b and 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 for for the audience bho stands for butane hash oil or butane honey oil now this is where is it or isn't it hash kind of gets into like, this is where the argument starts, right? Because you've destroyed the trichome heads. So some people will say, if you've destroyed the trichome heads, then it's no longer hash. And some people will say, it doesn't matter. Every concentrate is hash. I kind of feel like- That's kind of how I feel too. But I wanted to acknowledge that there is- some argument here so i'm gonna say all of this stuff is hashish i.e it's concentrated cannabis yeah and i'm just gonna go with that but i i acknowledge you folks out there that say once the trichome heads are destroyed that it's not hash i see you 
I see you. Okay. You're valid. You're valid. I acknowledge you, but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and call everything hashish, okay? So butane honey oil is where you take a solvent. Mm. This case, it's always butane with BHO. It's never anything it's, else. Okay. If, if they're not using butane, it's not BHO. Okay. Okay. And I, I don't know what else starts with B that's a solvent you use to clean cannabis, but I actually don't know. B is butane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the way it used to be done and is still some done some places is you take a big glass tube with a nipple for a butane can on it. Right. You stuff it full of plant matter. You put that tube over a glass saucer right. and you blast that whole <laughs> can of oil through that tube. And then what you got at the end is some stuff yes. you take in you degas it using a weird oven thing. And right. then what you get at the end after you've gassed it off right. is BHO. And that stuff is what everyone was dabbing on. And I think it's probably to do a lot of it is probably not the best for you. Oh, oh no. I, it can't be. <laughs> and that, that always makes you like, you know, cause like a good, like solventless dab. And I don't, that varies market to market, but like I, I tie, I'm thinking of my memories card, you'll get like 60 to 70 bucks anyway, probably if it's, Decent. Yeah. Yeah. It, the prices are dropping a little bit, but yeah, 60 to 70 bucks is probably what you want to smoke anyway. <laughs> uh, anything like I, I noticed that anything I, I smoke stuff that's 40 bucks too, uh, but anything lower than that. And after a couple of dabs, it's like my lungs start hurting and I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, <laughs> so I've literally got that written down. Like, how do you tell if a, if a, if a, if a concentrate is good? And I said, does it hurt? How yeah. much, how yeah. much I, does it hurt? I just heard a little answer. It's probably good. Yeah. Anything <laughs> it hurts that hurts. A lot, it's probably not good. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're in pain, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Well, I, well and I, and listen, I'm not trying to like, tell, but this was even like five years ago. Most of the BHO you were getting was still it wasn't much more complicated than dudes blasting it through tubes now right. <laughs> now what they're doing is a little bit better it's a little bit more shall we say ventilated because this is how people used to yeah. blow up their garages yeah because really you need to that do this the in propaganda open air firefighters used no Sorry. fuck propaganda people were killing themselves <laughs> no i mean I, this shit was actually happening and the firefighters yeah, dude, would, it was not, oh, yeah, dude every third week Around no, harvest season out here, somebody <laughs> would burn to death in their shed Jesus or blow Christ. the roof off of their covered yard yard park or some shit. Just sh crazy shit, dude. Cover parking, shit going up. Dude, some of these concentrates places still have fires. There's there's one fire. <laughs> Bro, it's listen, it's 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 a laboratory. Right. If you're yeah. being unsafe, unsafe things will happen to you. Yeah, and that's why right. that's why, like, you see some of the more sober minded cannabis people working in cannabis labs, yeah, because you want people that are on their shit to be doing this. You don't want, you know, Boy some guy blasting yeah. in his backyard <laughs> onto a saucer from his kitchen. That's not necessarily <laughs> what you need in your life. Yeah, yeah no. but it's what you had for a long time. And yeah. so a lot of these people now have COPD and stuff, and not right. all of them smoke cigarettes. I'm so going like, to that shit from that. Anyway. Now, the next kind of concentrate that uses solvent is kind of distillate, right? It right. uses a different solvent, right? I believe distillate, uh, and I, I'm totally not trying to Starbucks correct you there. That's just how I call it. So between the two of us, one of us is right. Distillate, distillate. I think it's typically, not maybe alcohol, always, but right? alcohol. Yeah. yeah. So- as I understand it, I got to tour uh, a friend of mine's uh, 
uh, distillate lab recently, mm-hmm. and they had a really cool difference in their lab. Most people use this like turning ball to kind of like cook off their distillate and stuff. Right. Well, they used a tower. So it hit the heated part like for only a second mm-hmm. and then cooled off. And that's what's that's what's in here. And so this oh. distillate has some terps left in it. Whereas a lot of distillate it burns it all off. I didn't even think about like whenever I think distillate, I think edibles and then yeah, vape carts. I never even thought about the link between actually dabbing it. Well, now, no, that's what I'm talking about. This is you could dab it, but this is a vape cart that's got distillate in it. So you could just straight take something. I guess that makes sense. You could just dump a vape cart into your fucking chamber or your banger and do that. I'm not gonna tell you to break open your vape carts <laughs> and dab the leftovers, but, but I do know that there are whole like conversation threads on Reddit developed doing oh, yeah. just that. Yeah. So oh, man, I saw I, I, <laughs> I was gonna save this for a little bit on the end, but I don't doubt that because I saw I just saw a conversation on Reddit yesterday where they were talking about dabbing out of fucking gas station glass roses. So oh, that makes that's perfect. basically what this dab straw right. is. Right. It's not much of a difference. <laughs> it's all about what goes in it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so fucking... oh, yeah. It. So uh, what oh go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, this is kind of a funny aside. Maybe this is something for an audiogram or something. You know, usually on the show we advocate for bad things like smoking cigarettes and fucking going back to drinking and stuff. We just accidentally do that. So yeah, today Trigger your trigger your triggers for your addiction podcast. <laughs> Today, Don't you miss gonna... crack? You miss crack? Yeah, you do. Yeah, 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 yeah you do. Crack. <laughs> just list out all the things that make people upset. Mm. What I what I would like to say, and I'm going to advocate in the name of something good this time, instead of being a bad influence, and I'm going to do this by telling a story about making something at home with alcohol. I don't make concentrates at home because I don't smoke concentrates, but this <laughs> kind of applies. You shouldn't fuck with any kind of solvent stuff making it at home. The first time I don't know how I'm not dead or burned up or blind. The first time I made edibles. I I used rubbing alcohol because I didn't know. Oh, fuck. Do that. So there's your egg. I fucking, my kitchen wasn't ventilated and I was just oh, like, dude, there I were didn't even so put many Rick's, things. I didn't like, even put Rick Simpson oil in this. Yeah. And that's that's kind of like my, I, I, I'm going back to your point you made earlier. Like, I am so lucky that I'm not dead. So just don't make shit at home. Just let, let the lab do it. <laughs> no, you can make butter. Butter's perfectly safe. If you burn the butter, it's not going to burn your house down. It's just going to smell bad. It's fine. Right. Spark you can make and- you get into candy making that's dangerous still perfectly fine to do in a non-commercial kitchen okay when you start like washing the cannabis plant with solvents and then cooking it off in a double boiler yeah may- maybe not right i mean i've done it i've also blown up like several pyrex containers and almost like hurt myself so right. don't maybe get a lab <laughs> yes <laughs> fucking something anything but yeah like I said, I, I ladies and gentlemen to... this wasn't even commercial this was <laughs> my white knight ass deciding that oh. a lady was just paying too much for her rick simpson oil okay gotcha. this wasn't i had plant material more than i had money so this is how i did and it worked <laughs> the first two times and then the second the third time i blew up a pyrex <laughs> container on a burn plate and like sprayed like concentrate all over my porch and shit it took me months Damn. to clean it all up. oh yeah Bones yeah that's a pain <laughs> <laughs> flies get stuck to it oh man they stay for weeks better than getting eaten by a spider you're stuck in i guess you maybe there and get maybe high. that maybe that's why all the jays really like me in the neighborhood fucking mm. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of tribe i actually just realized i have this i've got a i've got a thing of an isolate from tribe Heck and yeah. uh does that fall under the range of distillate? Do you guys know? Is that or is that a uh, thing? 
think it's its own thing. I've always separated the two. It's completely different. What? Uh, isolate and, and distillate. Oh, I don't. I don't know the difference. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's completely different. Okay. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Ooh. I don't know if you can see it's just meth-like stuff in the bottom chamber. Um, and apparently, <laughs> I don't know if that's just straight isolated THC. I was hitting it earlier on what you were talking about the lungs. Um, it actually, and I'm I'm totally not talking shit on tribe, but I think for whatever reason this isolate shit gives me a headache every time. And I'm wondering, like, I could rip a big cheap dab down pretty good and not choke, but this stuff makes my head hurt, and I want to know why. Really, I wonder if it's the terps in it too, because sometimes if your uh, body reacts to the terps in in a negative way, uh, it could cause you to get headaches. Like I do that with uh, anything that says grape on it. Oh, really? I can't smoke it. Yeah, I can't smoke oh, anything see, that's like grape. There is a really tasty strain out here called lavender. I love it. Linalool it smells. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. it. But when I have too much of that linalool, uh, not a headache. What I'll describe it is like potpourri brain like when you go into a bath and body works and you're like uh i'm blinded by mm -hmm. the smells or whatever like that kind of weird like synesthesia yeah. with too many i get that with that if i have too much like you said linalool too much like lavender yeah. strains for whatever reason and i don't think it's the tribe stuff this stuff actually hits me a lot better than a lot of the isolates do but it seems like that big boomy high always gets me and like when i pack it in cigarettes and shit now the tribe yeah i so anyway totally i use tribe as a frame of reference because you brought them up but i'm not talking shit that's a good brand just point yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like it's just this one strain not it <laughs> so ty do you do a lot of like uh hot dab dabs or do you do like cold starts like how i do you love like a cold start dude i just yeah. feel like a cold start i don't burn anything off i i get the whole dab uh if you've ever used a rio that a rig and one mm -hmm. uh those things oh man you got to get you one because you could just it's literally a full just rig and one it has a torch to it oh, under, underneath the the banger oh i think i've seen yeah. those on instagram dude Dude, they're so sick because you can take fat dabs and you're not like wasting anything because you can right. just heat it up at perfect temp you know, you can legit. Okay, so have you seen what a meth pipe looks like? I used to have one. No, no. Listen, listen. Let, hear me out. We're talking cold starts. Don't laugh. Um, there's a there's a reason for this. So when I was first starting to like explore concentrates, I didn't want to take fat like dabs. I yeah. the, my first dab was ridiculous. Okay, my yeah. buddy's like, let me give you a small one and drop like a spaghetti noodle on the banger. Oh God! And, I, and then I, I then I literally, dude, it was. You know the drug in um in did you ever watch a uh, True Blood? Oh, dude, I, I was raised in a cult, um, so no, oh. I didn't get oh, to okay. watch cool shit. <laughs> well, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So everything was very shiny and happy, and then I went into like I've never done like ketamine. Yeah, but, like I went to a I went away. All right, I went, <laughs> I went by kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, I was just gone, dude. And then a bunch of people came over, and I kind of stumbled home. It was a whole thing. Right. But then um, but after that, I was like, well, let me explore that, but different. So I went to yeah. the head shop and she had a bunch of like meth bubblers, you know, like the little God, yeah. glass bubble. Uh -huh. Well, if you melt, if you melt a little bit of BHO or oil into that uh -huh. and just heat it up, same thing, dude. Same shit. It's like a cold start dab, but it only costs you $20 to get your cold start dab. Exactly. So now. You're gonna have some fun explaining it to anyone who sees it. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's why I don't still have mine. I told Evan, I'm like, let me look in my closet, see if I hit it. <laughs> yeah, my wife, my wife threw that shit away. Bro. <laughs> she said, Nah, we can't have that around here, man. <laughs> no, it's just done. I'm like, excuse me, come on. It was cool. It had like a pot leaf on it and shit. Oh, like, that's yeah, sick. That's, it was cool. It was like a little, had like a 
It had like it, it was like it had like a a can with a straw coming straight out of the can, and then it had like a whole down stem that connected to the bubble, the meth bubble. Oh, up top. that's so bad. Up there, and you just. And it yeah. bubbled it. It was fucking cool. I'm That's like, so sick, man. The first time uh, I did a dab in front of like one of my friends that never smoked, she was she literally was so worried about me. She, I we talked about it after. She was like, "Man, I thought you were doing crack." She was like, "I was about to call your parents and be like, come get him.'" Because I lived in Houston at the time, so it's like right. eight hours away from my family. Right. And oh she, yeah, I'm, she's I'm like, from, "Oh my I'm god." Okay. Yeah. What, yeah. What part of Houston are you from, man? Uh, I graduated from Deer Park. Oh, okay. See, I'm from yeah. up up north. I'm I graduated up in Spring, up in uh Klein Oak High School, up in Spring okay. area. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly what you're talking about, man. That's so Dude, cool. That's all, it's fucking Small wild world. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Where you are you living in Oklahoma at. right now? Like, what town are you in? Like, I know Evans, like out in Lawton or some Ooh, shit. Where shady five eighty, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm a little bit everywhere, so I live in McAllister part time. Uh, okay. Store admin of a dispensary down there. And we're opening okay. up one in Ardmore. That's where I'm at right now, actually. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We're opening up one in Ardmore. We'll be open, I think, next week, next oh, Monday. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'll be moving down here, too. I'm, I'm looking for an apartment right now. So. <laughs> oh, fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm everywhere, though. I just, I don't like to stay still. <laughs> now, let's talk about pressed rosin. Yeah. Okay, yeah, go ahead. What do we know about pressed rosin, everyone? Here's straightener. I've seen okay. that. Okay, yeah. we're gonna talk resin tech, right? So, did you ever do that, Ty? I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. Now, in, now, in, Evan in my didn't. Apartment. You never. Evan didn't. You did. Yeah. So you took. Uh, you do it with a nug. You dry yes, smash yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I took yes. a little nug that I had I just bought it off, <laughs> off the black market. I was like, man, I'm tired of paying fifty dollars for a gram of freaking BHO. I was like, dude, no, we're not doing that. I was like, I'm just gonna press my own, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I got some like wax paper, or whatever, yep. folded it up in there. And, Made my little lips so that way it drip out. I got like the littlest dab off of it. Yep. I was so proud of myself. I was like, oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did Ours that. I did that shit. a few times. And then I burned myself with the hair straightener a couple of times. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you know what, man? This isn't, this ain't it. It's cool. I know how to do this if I gotta. But they have these, they have these presses now, right? Right. And the best way to do it, I think, isn't necessarily to smash bud, although you can. The best way is to do like a dry sift, like I described, or make bubble hash, or go ahead and you know remove your trichomes in some way and then press that. And that's where we get into this next level, like flavor preservation, yeah. um, rosin dabs. Like the, you got all the fucking terps are still there because what you're doing is you're taking dry sift hash or, or, or like grinder hash or something that's just mechanically, you know, like the stuff you get your keef. Mm -hmm. something like that you could press your keef and you're gonna hit those 60 almost 70 percent levels just oh, from shit. pressing so dry sift right if you if you use dry sift screens mm -hmm. and you use like a card and kind of move it around and you go through a series of screens you can hit like 40 you know 40 50 percent you know but then when you press you take that into a resin bag mm -hmm. and you press that under one of those dedicated resin that right. press you get out of there is going to taste the best Oh, I don't Everything that. that was in that hash just got concentrated, but it didn't really burn anything off. Right. There's no solvent. And that's why it's so clean. Okay. This makes Yeah, but that's also why you don't have the highest concentration. So guys like like Ty was saying, right? People turn their nose up at your 68% rosin, don't they? Right. 
It's bullshit. Oh, yeah, all the time. Tastes way better. It'll get you way higher because it's got the whole entourage effect in it. It's got everything that plant had minus minus some stuff from the plant matter itself. Right. But everything that you were going to get in a bong rip, you're pretty much going to get in a rosin dab yep. for the most part. And you're not getting any solvents, which is really cool. That is people, that is neat. Sorry. No, I was just reacting. You're fine. Talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people forget, too, that, like, um, when you get something solventless, you know, you're not you're getting more of all the cannabinoids. And so you're actually getting a completely different high than what what you would if it was just THC. And so they see that low THC. They're like, ah, that's it. Like, that's all I'm getting. But I'm like, it really has a high CBG content too, or CBN content. And I'm like, you can't tell me that you're not going to get more high off of this than something else that has a lower CBG content. That's, that's just another sign that percentages don't really mean shit, I think. Like, and that's true whether you're buying flour or whatever. Like, percentages, not really much of anything. Nah. So, uh, I've got... Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, I've gotten high off of just as high off of a 15% as I have a 30% on flour. You know, it's, it's all up to your body too, on what terpenes you like and, and what's kind of your perfect medicine. Makes sense. I fucking, I went over when I went off the mic and did it. They, they have those, uh, better bud. It is BHO. It's their like house, uh, batter, which I guess I, I was reading about this. It's like, they make it, it's basically the same as BHO, but they do something to whip it up and make it super light and airy. And I'm fucking, I'm doing real good off three good rips on that. So hats off to a better bud. These dudes might not like BHO. I, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'll destroy my lungs. <laughs> said worth it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've already fucking chief on like eight packs of cigarettes a day, whatever. It's just that much, that much quicker. <laughs> Hey, that's all right, man. <laughs> are we, are we, we were still on the actual making and the rosin and stuff. I don't know when's the best time to bring up my, uh, I had a really big for me insight about what those turp balls do or whatever those are called. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm just going to, I did not know this is what they did. I, I've spent so many literal years, like not knowing how to do a dab the right way. And I finally, I just went and got a banger on like the, the, the lady at Miss B's audience here a lot and explained to me how to do it. I think that was Miss B. So thank you. Shout out if that was you. Um, and apparently these little, these amazing little balls that roll around in your banger, they mush the concentrates and then they cause it to burn more evenly. And yeah. I, now I know what those balls do. I had, I never had any idea and I just wasn't drawn hard enough to make them go because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They help out a lot. I feel like I don't waste as near as much. Like I used to go through like a gram a day and then I added that to it and I almost go through the gram a day, but if there's still, there's still a little left. <laughs> you said those for edibles. I could definitely cut down on my shit. <laughs> oh shit! Did we Man. just dig? No, I. To oh, be okay. honest, no, no. To be honest, I don't generally uh, dab very often, but it puts okay. me in a really good position because, like, right now, like what I'm dabbing on right now is, um, well, it started out as, um, let me find my camera here. It started out as a Doctor Jolly, is like kind of a mid-level cream cake. I don't even know what this is. Yeah, I think this. I think this is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. And then my friend gave me a dab. <laughs> um uh, like a gram of some cheap skittles bho that she had that she was being nice and just gave me and to the point now i don't dab very much so i've always just got like whatever people have given me mixed up in this glass thing so like this is like four different types of like concentrates like mixed in here i just keep piling it on it's all like oh, yeah. <laughs> hybrids and indicas and, and this has been going now for like three months now it's like the strain wreck right <laughs> so so it so like I'm not a I, I understand what concentrates are, but people need to realize that I'll also pretty much smoke anything. 
<laughs> it's the story of my life. I'm like, yeah, you give it to me, I'll smoke it. <laughs> like, I only ever really doubt if it's offered to me. I have it rigged because, like, how can't you? But I just went without a banger for like six months. It's just like, it, it's almost like I heard I paid, I paid for none of this. People gave this to me. That's good shit. Yeah, that's one part yeah. of it is getting it that for free. And that convenience factor of being able just to meth pipe it right in the little makeup container and shit. But like, it, it, it's, it's almost like its own like offshoot of weed and uh what that that story i got at the end of ty earlier where people think you're like doing hard drugs and shit because it is so complicated and strange and then you get the high and the highest kind of like well maybe i don't want to ever smoke flour again so i don't know if it's like its own thing or it's like it's advanced weed but like yeah it's just amazing how versatile weed is i guess is what i'm rambling at (laughs) Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a complete different world. It's kind of like I know you're like an edible guy. You talk about how you, you take lots of edibles. I can't take edibles like that. Like I I eat twenty milligrams and I can like visibly feel it. So oh fuck yeah yeah. And I I consider myself to have a high tolerance. I mean I I smoke concentrates all day long. That, that's my go to. Like I don't I don't smoke a lot of blunts or anything like that. I like quick easy concentrate because I can just hit a dab and get super blasted and just be chill for a little bit. See, and that's what I like about papers and blunts. We are going to sit down. Yeah. We're going to roll this. We are going to waste so much time. <laughs> we're going to waste two grand. We're going to, we're going to smoke about three quarters of this weed. The rest of it's going in the air. Like, <laughs> let's do this. All right. Like, like, especially if you're seeing someone like a dab is great. And, I, and I'm old school in this way. I'm getting older. Evan's older than me, but yeah. I feel like I've been I've been involved with cannabis for a little bit longer Probably. than you guys have. Which, I is a weird, which is a uh, weird feeling to have. Up until like two years ago, I was more looking for like fair trade meth. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know that, that good, clean medical meth in <laughs> Mexico. Uh, um, you guys want to hear a fun meth story? Yeah, of course. Oh, great. I've, I've actually, this has never left my house and something about you saying clean reminded me. Um, this is a total derail. It might not make the show. It probably will. Um, at one point I was really hard up during COVID and uh, my dude got with me and like, there was, there's, was, there's was no speed. There was no speed in Indianapolis because fucking, you know, COVID had shut the air lines Cause, down. Because everyone yeah. had smoked it all. Right. Yeah. You know, they're, they're sitting at home doing up all the meth and like people couldn't get across the border as easy with shit and blah, 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 blah. So finally he's like, okay, dude, I got it. Come get me. So I did. I went and found him and he comes to me and he's like visibly upset. And I'm like, what's up, dude? And he hands me, he was, the long and short is he gave me a baggie of this gray gel because the dude that was selling it to him had dropped it in a puddle. And so it was literally just this gelled up mix of puddle water and meth. And by God, I took every bit of that shit. That's my story. <laughs> Fucking hey, bro. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Oh, man. <laughs> so when I first started trimming on um on one of these medical uh grows out here in Oregon, I think it was like, God, was it? It was it was 2014 or it was okay. I'm sorry. It was either 2013, 2014, or 2015. I can't remember okay. which year. Like, it was one of those. I've had a lot of dabs. It was, it was either 2013 or 2014. It was one of the first couple of years I was out there trimming. <clears throat> My buddy, we were we were running some. You know what a bowl trimmer is? The with the turn the crank thing. Yeah, yeah. We're running a bunch of bu- a bud that is getting put in bins through a bowl trimmer, and every once in a while he drops a nug on the ground. And so every time he drops a nug on the ground, I have a baggie in my pocket. I just sweep it up, put it in my baggie. 
So Typical this is the, like probably one of the first times I went out there and I didn't know that just every time I left, I was going to leave with a bag of weed. So I had gathered all this floor weed and he's like, what's in your pocket? I'm like, oh, that's all the stuff we dropped. He's like, have you been picking up the weed that we drop on the floor and putting it in a bag? I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, give me that. He throws it in the trash and he hands me a big bag. He's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. Free weed, right? Like, those are my hilarious. shoes touching the ground, man. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Five second row. <laughs> but, but there was, um, there was a, a scarcity mindset that I had that I right. don't have anymore. And that's really wow. nice. Oh, I will never see really, that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always smoke it all eventually, so I do run out, but I grow more. Man, I save it. I don't I don't know why. I just have this like bucket of it and I'm like, I can't like I don't won't throw it away. I'm like, or I give it away. I'm like, I I can't. I, I've I got a buddy who has a pound. <laughs> listen, 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 guys. I, I don't have this much weed on hand right now. I've had a pound on hand before. I've had like four. Not me. But because no. I grow outdoor, you can get high yields sometimes. Yeah. But this kit, this guy literally has like, okay, maybe maybe it's a half pound, but it's like two giant bags, right? Two giant like Snoop Dogg bags. One's a hybrid or like a indica or whatever he smokes, and one's like a a sativa. And they're his run bags. Like no matter what, I've got my I've got my I've got my QP of each or whatever. And like, <laughs> God damn, bro. So like. So like everyone's got their bucket or their jar yeah. or their whatever. They're like they're like running weed or whatever. Like yeah. I think everyone who's in the game a long time, he like smokes weed for a long time, has like, you know, maybe it's an eighth, maybe it's an ounce. There's always pound. something though. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never run out again. No, never again. <laughs> I hated when I would run out and be like, what plug's gonna answer? Kind of thing. Yep. And I still have that feeling, even though I'm like, there's so many dispensaries. I can like, literally go to the store. Yeah. <laughs> whenever I want. And I'm like, no, like if I, if I'm about to be out, I'm like, I panic. On the upside of that, I found that like, cause I, I have the exact same thing. Like I, I've got, you know, many years of dealer trauma in my life before I got clean <laughs> and there's, there's unreliable ass dealers. Like, so I will not, like, I've got jars of drams and drams of box that I shit in my cabinet. That's never going anywhere. I might make edibles yeah. with it eventually. I'm not going to smoke it. And then what was the other thing I was going to say related I'll to that? I'll smoke it. Oh, but on the flip side of that, all right, dig the challenge. <laughs> on the flip side of that, I've also still got that old school drug addict mentality where if I like find an old $5 gummy in my cabinet, I'm like, holy shit, my old day is made, free drugs. So like, you know, it's yeah. it's a it's a horrible affliction that sticks with you forever, but it also has its bonuses. Y'all yeah. are going to fucking hate me right now. I'm going to tell you something. I've never bought weed from a dealer. Oh man, are dude. you serious? Yeah, dude. So I was in what? the army. I would listen. I'll I'll explain. We'll 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 I'll, I'll yeah. throw this out here. So when I was in the army, I didn't smoke much because they they test you and they mean it. Right. So I didn't smoke much while I was in the army, and then when I got out, I started smoking. But here's the thing: it was already where I lived when I got out of the army here in Oregon. It was already medically legal. Ah. And my 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 wife had a friend who she introduced me to a bunch of other friends, and I started working. Um, trimming and stuff on the weekends for my my friend Roland Smokes, right. and what up, dude? He, he would and he would give me weed when I like I would he would like I didn't want money like I had I had a job I was just going out there I was fun to be with the plant so he just gave me like a sack I don't know looking back it was probably like a quarter ounce or something to me it might as well have been a pound right because <laughs> like I <laughs> the only, most you've seen well what right 
Well, no, dude. Yeah, the, the most I, I've seen so like I, it still blows <laughs> my mind when I see a pound sitting somewhere. But, uh, <laughs> but um, so I never had to buy it. I and and if I did buy it, I was buying it from someone I knew is like a favor to like help them out. If that makes sense, like someone would like, oh man, I need this. I'm like, let me buy some of that from you. Man, whatever, you know, you help them out or whatever, whatever. And also, I get a, I get weed, so I, I'm helped as well. Everyone wins. Yeah. But um, but so I never had to like mm-hmm. call a guy and be like, yo, you here yet? And I need an eighth. That was never my life. Okay, that was never my life. I never did it much with weed, but yeah, I, I definitely waited. The only outside. time I ever bought weed on the street, I bought it from like the neighbor lady who I barely like kind of knew. And it was, I threw it away, bro. It was so nasty. Oh my like, Listen, listen, Dang. bro. I don't throw away weed, but like I was in the bathroom. Keep in mind, I could go to Roland Smokes and just ask him for more weed. He'll just give it to me. Yeah. That's how, that's where I'm at in life. And I'm smoking this $5 sack of Reg that some meth head sold me. <laughs> Might as well have scraped off the floor in her place. And I hit it, and I don't – I die immediately. It hits the back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, and I'm in the bathroom, and my, my wife's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Throw that shit away. <laughs> I'm still trying to smoke it. Every time I hit it, I'm like – I had not to puke and shit. She's like, dude, call fucking tomorrow and just ask him to come up and grab some weed. I'm fine. She's like, you fucking asshole. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I respect so, the, the 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 dedication to trying to get gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Like, I'm gonna smoke by any means. Like, keep. Don't get it twisted. Like, maybe I'll go a night without smoking in like Houston or Atlanta. Right. But yeah. like, put it this way. Like, I'm gonna find weed in Oklahoma, card right. or no card. Like I'm gonna like even if it's just edibles out of grandma's purse, okay? Like, we're gonna get <laughs> weed, all right? I'm not even joking. I came, I tried to be all shysty. Oh, I got an Oregon medical card. Nah, fuck you, fuck you. Every dispensary, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, we ain't gonna sell to you. And even if we sell to people who don't have cards, we ain't selling to you. We don't <laughs> you. That's what they do to the Texans. So, but, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I, yeah, I'm coming from Oregon, but right, I still got it in my yeah. voice. I go, I my fucking grandma grandpa's friend he's like oh you can't get any weed here have some of these and just hits me with a fucking container of gummies that's what's up oh Dave's yeah. grandma now nah, i want to say grandma she's not my grandma but what i say right. like the elderly saved my fucking life got you got I'm you. telling you yeah. man <laughs> that's who, that, that, like I, I shouldn't be giving away my secrets because there um. are people who are going to be down at the nursing home trying to score a set <laughs> <laughs> but um we just want to volunteer right yeah <laughs> Shit up, man. What you got in your purse, Grandma? Yeah, yeah. Got any of those candies? <laughs> the you ones that make you giggle. <laughs> I was working. I this is totally unconcentrated, and I kind of shuddered to show up. But while Dig was uh, telling his story, I just kind of started gathering things on my desk, and I want to go through this just to just to flex. That's what I'm doing. I'm flexing. I'm showing what a sad fuck I am. Let's see. Let's see how many Zen rappers are on Evan's desk. Hold on. <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> Bro, okay, listen. You need Hold to on. start cooking, you fucking heathen. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I clean no, my the desk. DI, the, every every rapper he grabs, because I know, I know he knows how, like, he can grow weed, he can cook. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just buying it, and it drives me crazy. I just want him to <laughs> DIY this shit, and he won't. I'm going to eventually, but there, there are a few problems with that. One, 
I feel like my edibles just aren't on the par quality with the lab shit. And two, getting set up now is going to take so much money. And then, yeah, I'm going to do it, especially now that you begged me out with those bag seeds. But I got to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But oh, oh, Ty, have you tried growing yet? Uh, actually, yeah. Um, I've, I've got five plants going right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's been actually really badass. Um, honestly, though, one of them is just dead. <laughs> dead? What yeah, happened? I, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, she's got four different stocks, um, or, or she's got one stock, obviously, but four breakoffs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and just the middle one completely died. So I was like, Oh man, I don't know. Was it like, you don't know, was it, you don't know what happened? Dude, I don't know. Are I, the I other ones doing okay? Yeah, they're doing all right. Um, I think it may be the genetics though. Cause I've got, I won't say what farm it's from. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I've got a uh, three that are from the same farm and they've all just really small and, and yeah. not yielding much. Um, and then my two other ones from a different farm are doing that freaking fantastic. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, I've ordered seeds online um, yeah. and I've had mixed, um, mixed results, but I will say that when I bought good genetics, the plants are better. Like the, if you see mm-hmm. my garden this year is the biggest it's ever been. And a lot of that What's is because I bought decent genetics. Yeah. Um, I've been growing bag seed off and on for years. Right. And I always will probably do one bag seed a run a year. I like doing it. I like I like the gamble of it. Sometimes you get like a weird pheno that is just weird and that's fun. I've got a question on that. Remind me. Okay. All right now, okay. Uh if you I was just thinking when you said that, if you stumble across the pheno or you've developed a plant that is just absolutely fucking like, oh shit, this is some killer shit that you found. Are you going to clone it, dig? Do you have that capability? I don't even know. Like, I suck. Well, at so I could, but no, generally not. The, okay. So I don't, I don't keep, um, I don't keep cuts around. Mm-hmm. I, I grow from seed. If I'm taking clones, it's because, you know, grower friend X wants this plant. They looked at it and they got a boner for it. Okay. And so, and so I'll, I'll take cuts and give it to them. And, and usually what I'm doing though, is I'm sexing. So you'll notice that if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that my plants are shaped differently. Yep. Some of the plants yep. have a have a short root and then branch off into like five or six things, and other ones look more like a candelabra with a single shot and then one split, and they split out like that. The reason for that, the ones that are symmetrical are seedlings. The ones that aren't symmetrical are seedlings as well. But I took a cut off the top of them. I cut okay. them. In, I cut them in half when they that were. That makes babies. sense, actually. Sorry. I cut them in half when they were babies and cloned the tops and then sex the clones because I wanted to keep the tap root from the seedlings in my main grow. So the seedlings are what's out there, but they're shaped differently than all my other plants because of how they were treated young. Okay. Gotcha. The other seedlings are feminized, which is why I'm so confident having them out there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense too. I've actually wondered why the plants look different because I, I, I look at your stories and stock your Insta like any good co-host. <laughs> I'm going to bring this back around to the the dab content about something I learned now. Um, I For a while, I thought that a recycler was some gross thing that was used for the specific purpose of grabbing reclaim. It turns out that's wrong. So if you hear somebody talking about a recycler, they're not necessarily being gross. Okay. Now you know. Now I know that I know people that do use like a reclaim grabber or whatever. And yeah. but the one the person that I know doesn't smoke that stuff. They eat it. No, no, they use it in topicals. Okay. Somebody told me yesterday, actually, that they eat their reclaim. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. listen, uh, okay, folks, listen, <laughs> uh, listen, I love you people so much. Listen, 
Do not eat fucking dabs. You fucking disgusting pigs. <laughs> what is wrong so with gross. you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Listen, do you have $20? Go buy more, you fucking disgusting pig. That's my Listen. situation, damn it. God, do I do not, have $20. Do not eat dabs. I know, it's I'm like, not, please let Listen, me buy you one. <laughs> like there, There's, okay, first of all, if it's cheap BHO, you shouldn't be eating butane. Full stop. Um, second. If you're a pussy. It's, 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 it's not. Mm. It's not activated, okay? <laughs> so you're eating something that might not work. Maybe it's activated, maybe it's not. Maybe it is, right. maybe it won't. You're gambling with your health for no guaranteed benefit. Stop it. You don't, you're, not, you're not winning. You didn't figure out a cool trick. Right. Now, what you, what you can do with that stuff is you can mix it into topicals like my, my cousin does or stuff like that, and that's perfectly fine because you're not eating it your skin is yeah. this wonderful barrier between you and the world and it serves as a filter for all the shit that you don't want outside like butane and reclaim <laughs> and you can rub it on your skin and your skin will be like fuck all that garbage i'll just take the good stuff so yeah. now does, does but your stomach like does it. killing topical well it's it, yeah like a pain killing like analgesic rub uh, okay i wasn't aware of that i i've seen those sold i didn't know that that worked i I think they work, yeah. But I wonder, I wonder how. Here's I, like okay, so not to get too off topic. Oh, um, it's all that the the topicals are weird because I've had good luck with topicals on some of my like really scarred up like surgery scars and stuff okay. on those specifically. But they, I I haven't tried them for my knees. Okay. Maybe I should try them and and. I just I don't have a lot of experience with them because I I haven't that's the one kind of like cannabis home DIY that I haven't really tried yet that's next on the list but I'm waiting on the amount of plant matter I need to do that so I have to wait for those plants to finish. My girlfriend uses it uh, for her eczema. Like, oh okay yeah yeah and it actually works and it clears it up. Uh, and okay. My grandma has trimmers, so she shakes and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and anytime she rubs it on her wrist, it immediately takes it away. So, okay. so cool. I guess your body absorbs like the THC yeah. and so um or your skin does. And um that I guess that's what helps calm those nerves. Yeah, and I but I and I don't but I don't think it I don't think it makes you high though. Like it, no, no, yeah, it does it's not like uh okay. it's not psychoactive. Yeah. Like you can't you can't like um rub cannabis oil on your skin and get baked yeah now now now, now if it's activated you can get someone with a vagina high through their vagina with some uh cannabis oils but i would i would get something that's made for that yeah same kind of thing yeah we have a lube at the shop (laughs) i've been curious about it but yeah, yeah but like my wife isn't curious about that. The strangest. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend's not for it. <laughs> she looked at me like, "What the hell?" All of a sudden. <laughs> well, I don't know if it work on your dick though. I don't know if your dick is porous enough. That's I. I have no idea I'm about. Dick well, no, prosody. because because that like because totally like I think, outside of my range. No, I'm thinking about it. Think about it because a vagina like absorbs more, right? But your penis mm. is still basically just covered in skin, so you'd have to like shove it in with like a sounding rod or something i i don't recommend that i don't think you should do no that. i don't want to that sounds like I, I'm but not if, testing you wanna, it. if you want to do it with your penis that's how i think you would have to do it so i recommend your butt or uh 
or the other way. I anyway, mean, so concentrate <laughs> your orifices. Oh, I remember good what stuff. I was going to say, Dig. Oh, um, I'm good. I'm so glad. Eating, eating, eating concentrates. So I've had people recommend this to me before, and I've seen on like the OK Marijuana Reddit, and I follow some edible making Reddits, trying to pick up some craft and shit when I eventually get started again. And routinely, anybody who does the thing where they decarb some cheap wax and mix it in and make Rice Krispies treats with it, it looks fucking disgusting, and I will never do that. So I, I personally okay. don't have a problem with eating dabs, but because of that, I probably won't. I kind of feel like if I'm going to eat a dab, it's going to be like rosin or some shit that's already maybe active, and then I'm spending $60 on a gram of something that I could eat. Like, if I, I was rich, maybe. Rosin won't get – I don't think rosin's activated, right? Because oh, you're only – the only part of – well, I don't know. how how I guess it depends on how hot the press is, right? Right. Because if it – I mean, you activate it at what, 250 degrees? But is all of the, I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I would, if I had like the budget or maybe whenever we get this Patreon kickstarted one day, I would maybe go buy a gram and activate it and eat it just to see how it compared to like a distillate high. But like that would be more of a science experiment, I would think. And watch it fucking be like Barnum, the best edibles I've ever had. And then every day I'm going out and buying goddamn divine collection. I'll do it. Oh, sure, yeah. I'll try it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell I'm yeah. always down I to try it. Go- see, Google knows. It's <laughs> okay. already in its psychoactive state and good to go. So okay. because of the press, so if you ate it, so if you ate um dry sift hash, my suspicion is you'd have to eat quite a bit to feel anything because it's not really activated. Right. However, um this press stuff apparently is active because you you're heating it. I guess the plates at like something like 300 degrees. Oh, so okay. yeah. I think you're gamed on. I think you're good. I think don't. Okay. Don't eat stuff that's designed to be smoked. But if you right. are, eat the rosin. I, I guess. I, I would like to try don't. that just to see what the high is like. Because like- listen, folks, these places are processed in a lab and they're being designed to be heated to a degree that will kill anything that's on or in them. Okay. So when you're eating them, they're assuming that you're going to set it at such a high temperature. Any bacteria oh. that's on that is going to. So you're not you're eating you're eating something that's not designed or handled to be eaten. And that's why I tell you to be careful, please. That's fair. Thank you. This coming from the guy that almost blew up his back porch (laughs) making RSO. Please be careful. Yeah. And back porch RSO guy and fucking gummies with rubbing alcohol guy tell you to be careful. (laughs) You should probably listen. Oh, shit. Well, we are at exactly the hour mark, guys. That was actually a really, really good informative show. The outline fucking nailed it. That was good. Oh, yeah. Uh, is this can't, oh. Yeah, yeah, we can. Oh, I guess. Oh, my Lord. I guess I should go grab another Dr. Pepper. Okay, cool. Oh, fuck. Did I break that? <laughs>